This is Darrell Lalia, and you're listening to the Before the Millions podcast, episode 40. 40. 40. 40. 40. 4. D4. D4. Bingo. Are you ready to be the master architect of your life? Are you ready to design your business and invest the needs that create the lifestyle you've always dreamt of? Are you ready to learn from entrepreneurs and millionaires who have achieved a certain level of success? Hey, this is Derek, location-independent entrepreneur, and you are listening to the Before the Millions podcast. Hi, I'm Gina Lofton. I am an investor, and you're listening to the Before the Millions podcast. Hey there, my name is Heather Havenwood, marketing coach and global entrepreneur and you are listening to the before the millions podcast hey this is mark asquith the host of the seven minute mentor podcast global entrepreneur and all-round geek and you are listening to the before the millions podcast i am mc lobster the cash flow ninja and you're listening to before the millions podcast you're listening to the before the millions podcast but whether you're looking to invest for cash flow or build an online business that allows you to be location independent you've come to the right place mr hollywood himself presents the before the millions podcast and now your host deray olalaye hey what's up what's going on btm community we are back we're back for another installment of the before the millions podcast it's a brand new week and i'm excited i'm excited for today's guest i'm excited for what we have to talk about But also, guys, I'm excited that we're able, in the position we are in right now, we are able to make an impact, a real impact in somebody else's life. Before I get to that, our guest for today's show is Diego Corzo. Now, Diego is a real estate investor based out of Austin, Texas, and his story is it's wonderful. He 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 has one of those stories where you're like, if he can do it, I can do it. The challenges that Diego has had to overcome as an immigrant coming to the U.S. and not able to to find work, not a, not allowed to have to be to be employed, basically until he found a loophole. Fascinating story, guys. I can't wait to get into his story. It, it's going to be one of those again to where you're just like, man, the sky's the limit. He's the founder of a site called Free by 26, and he has broken free by 26. That's exactly what he's done. You know, I had a similar plan. I started at 26. I picked up the same book he picked up that got him on his path. I picked up Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It was three weeks, a month before my 26th birthday, I picked that book up. And I told myself I was going to break free in two years. I was going to break free by 28. I'll be 28 in two months. I haven't had a job in six months. Do the math. And I'm now able to make an impact on so many people. We're nearing 40,000 people, guys. Talk about impact, right? That's the reach of this podcast. How, when, I don't know, guys, but I'm really grateful and I'm happy that we're able to make that impact. You know, we talk about impact and I talk about how how blessed my weekend was. This morning, I went by a woman's shelter. I was actually going to pick up breakfast and there was a long line of people standing outside of this woman's shelter. And I was curious. So I went by to see what was going on and people were donating. So I asked the people what was going on, what, what was, you know, what they were about and how I could assist. I was like, could I donate? She was like, yeah. So I literally went back to my car, put out my checkbook and wrote a check. 
and put the biggest smile on her face. She was like, wow, this is amazing. And I was like, no, what you guys are doing is amazing. You guys are making the real impact. This just took me two seconds, but you guys are making the real impact. Impact, guys. How much of an impact are you making in somebody else's life? You know, I found this site yesterday and I think it's called Kiva. I could be wrong. I'll put it in the show notes, but I found a site and there are plenty of sites like this and I'm still researching to find the best one. So you guys let me know if you guys find a better one, but I was able to pay for this guy's, both of his daughters tuition this semester. Impact. He lives in Kenya. I was able to front the money for this woman who lives in the Middle East so that she can start a business so that she can feed her family through this site. Crazy, right? Impact. How much of of an impact are you making in this world? Are you leaving your footprint? When I first started this podcast, I had this free ebook. And as many people downloaded it and bought it, it was about house hacking. I wasn't really making an impact. I wasn't changing people's lives. I was giving them a band-aid. I was giving them a reason to be like, hey, what you're doing is okay. And if you pick up this book, what's going to happen is you're going to feel better about your situation because you feel like you're making a step towards financial freedom. And most people, they're never really going to do anything after that. And I realized that quickly. I'm, I'm, I'm a very fast learner, guys. So then I came out with this course. I was like, okay, let me test some more. Let me figure out how I can make the most impact in the community that I love. Get more people to be financially free through rental property. So I made a beta version of a course just to test the market, just to test out what people would do, how, what type of results people would get. And I benchmarked everything, knowing that in a year, in six months, I was going to create the ultimate product impact guys. You know, you guys have watched the progress. I keep refining, rebuilding. I needed more data. After that beta version course, I still needed more data to be able to create the perfect product so that I can have the type of impact I wanted to have. I started offering $300, just $300 one-on-one coaching calls to collect more data, to help more people, to figure out what people's pain points were and how to help overcome those impact. It's all along the way I'm impacting these people, but I'm collecting data. I'm researching. I'm finding out what trigger points are and how to actually produce successful investors. Impact. These days, I don't have anything in the hundreds. I only have high-end products. And right now it sounds all complicated, but I'm a very simple person, guys. I only have two businesses. I mean, I have other small things going on, but I only have two businesses. My rental property portfolio and my my Before the Millions platform, the teaching, the educational platform. Now, through all the refinement over the past year and getting everything right, I only have two products. And one of those isn't even out yet. Won't be out for another couple, couple months. But the product I do have out is transformational because I'm looking to make an impact. So I'm not cheap by any means, but I know the formula I know what it takes to actually make an impact through trial and error. How are you going to make an impact today, guys? And sometimes the best way for you to make an impact on somebody's life is to get your life together. That may be the best way you can help somebody. You know, whenever you're in a plane and they say, put on your oxygen mask before you put on your child's oxygen mask. They're not saying that 
for fun. You have to be able to help yourself before you can help anybody else. So that's what's on top of mind today, guys. The subject of impact and how we're making impact in this world. This weekend, before I started, before I went to find ways to volunteer, because I already told myself that I'm going to volunteer the first Saturday of every single month, no matter what I'm doing, it's in my schedule. Before that, though, I was just like, I don't want to do any old project. or I don't want to just give money. Like, I want to know that whatever I'm doing is going to make an impact. I want to have that assurance. So those are the types of projects I went to go see, as you guys can tell. Impact, guys. How are you making an impact in this world? That's what it boils down to. And by the way, if you guys are interested in any of my products, in any of my offerings, if you guys are interested in escaping the rat race for good, I haven't talked about the, my, my, my two products. I haven't brought them up on the show, but the, and, and, and for good reason, we are totally booked out. That's how transformational it's been. I say that my second product, which is my mastermind product, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys that's going to come out in June, July. That's going to be a game changer. That's for experienced investors. This product, my workshop is for investors who have no idea how to get into real estate. And it's only for the serious. It's only for the committed. It's priced that way. It's positioned that way. You even have to interview. You have to interview to be accepted. I have my platforms to make an impact on the masses, but to make a true impact in somebody's life, I want to be able to work with them one-on-one for a, for a specific period of time and guarantee a specific outcome so that the rest of their life will be changed forever impact. So I went from helping 10,000 people, 5,000 people with the free ebook to 1,000 people with the free course. Again, not making much impact because it's, it's things that are not really valued. Things that are not making people make a commitment, make a decision. And we'll get into this a little bit later in in, in some of the later episodes. But then I went to working with people, working with 10 people, just 10 for two whole months. They have my undivided attention. They have unlimited resources, help, everything that they need for the prime objective of getting into their first investment property and on with the game plan to escaping the rat race for good impact. I want you guys to think about the impact that you're having on this world. I think about it every day. I think about how I can have more impact. I think about how I can serve my fellow man better. Guys, we've grown so much. My goals and my visions for this, we haven't even scratched the surface. 2018, I want to double listenership and I have a step-by-step process in which I'm going to do that by because I created a goal. It's not a thought. It's not an idea. It doesn't sound good. It's a goal. It's a decision. The decision was made. Therefore, steps have been implemented because I want to create a greater impact. I want to reach to more people. I want to change more lives. I want to get, I want to give people the freedom that, that I yearned for so badly that I know so many, uh, so many employees yearn for so badly. I do not have to answer to anybody for eight, nine hours of my day. I get to go impact people with all of my time. I get to go impact the world. That's powerful, guys. 
I want that for everybody who wants that for themselves. I just started a Facebook group. If you guys want to join, it's it's free. I mean, we just we're in there literally just exchanging ideas. I want to grow the group to 500, 1,000 people, 2,000 people, 10,000 people. Some of the coolest investors are in there. Some of the coolest entrepreneurs are in there. Some of the coolest people we've had on this show are in there. Literally started it like two days ago, but I, I'm pretty sure by the end of the month, I will have that group roaring. So you guys, if you guys want to join, visit beforethemillions.com slash group. And by the way, guys, the reason I haven't given out the link to my workshop, which is, oh my goodness, transformational is because, I mean, we're, we're just, we're just backed. We're backed up. We're, we're, we're booked, guys. Like there's only one of me and I'm guaranteeing my time to 10 people for two whole months at a time, 24 seven access. They're getting into their first investment property within weeks. As I build systems around this, there's no way, there's no way guys, I can announce something like this to 40,000 people first. So I have to first be loyal to my newsletter. So my, if you're on my newsletter, if you're on the mailing list, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And because my list is so small right now, it's only 400 people. I was able to, even then, I was just like, there's no way until I create a structure around this, there's no way that I can even, even begin to take any more on. I need to be focused and I need to make sure I'm as impactful as I can for the people who have already dedicated their time, energy, and resources to getting this outcome. And that's what we're going to do, guys. Impact. But you can join my Facebook group. We're going to be growing rapidly. You know, when you always, when you first start something, it's kind of hard to get engagement. But as things, as, as things grow, as things, as things keep going, you're going to be like, man, you're going to look back and be like, wow. That's, that's what I hope of this Facebook group, at least. So if you want to uh, be a part of us, if you want to actually like learn from people who are doing it, or if you're already doing it and you, this is your impact you want to give back, I welcome you to the group and I welcome you to pour into so many others who are looking for answers. Come impact with us, guys. Beforethemillions.com slash group. Man, this was a long intro. We probably shouldn't even do a, chip, a tip of the week this week. We're 18 minutes in. Nah, you know I can't leave you guys without a tip. Let's get to the tip of the week. DeRay's tip of the week. So the tip of the week this week, this may feel like deja vu because you just heard about this in the intro, but the tip of the week this week is to join our brand new Facebook group. Now the Facebook group is called Passive Cashflow Lifestyle, and you can get there by typing that into the search bar in Facebook or to make it easy for you, just visit beforethemillions.com slash group and it'll take you straight to our group. Now we're a brand new group and we're getting things rolling, guys. But some of the benefits of joining a Facebook group like this, I've actually written an article on this and that article has actually only been sent out to the people that receive my newsletter, which I send out every single week with tips, tricks, and strategies here in the real estate investing realm. So if you're part of my newsletter, you may have already read this article, but you know, the benefits of a group are as follows. There are three things. One, you get your questions answered. 
any question that you may have as it pertains to real estate. We have like-minded individuals who are your peers, who are who, who are looking to achieve financial freedom. We have people who have just gotten started in real estate in there. We have people who just have a few properties under their belt in there to give you some advice. We have well-established entrepreneurs in there who have done over millions of dollars in real estate deals. So whatever type of advice you need, we're going to be able to provide that for you in that group. It's, it's amazing. Number two, you get to make a new connection. You get to make many new connections, actually. One of the first things I have you do in this group is you introduce yourself and everybody's super warm and friendly. And you never know who you could rub shoulders with. You never know who you could do business with in the future. That's a great reason to join any Facebook group. Three, you get to expand by giving value and internalizing the value that members give to you. Just imagine that. It's almost like a social mastermind. Now, this is nothing like the mastermind that I am getting ready to launch in a few months, which is only going to be a few people. It's going to be a private little group of successful entrepreneurs. But that, that's another story for another day. So keep that on a hush. So this Facebook group will provide you with a, a platform. You can get your questions answered. You can make new connections and you can expand your mind. You can expand your value. You can give value. So in conclusion, guys, in just eight minutes a day or less, you can be in a far better position to take action towards your dreams. I love it. So if you want to join our free Facebook group, visit beforethemillions.com slash group. Once we get to 250 members, which the goal is like 5,000, something crazy. You know, you guys know I like to set big goals. But once we get to 250 members, our amazing community is going to be, you know, I'm going to I'm going to have a lot. I'm going to start doing live Q&A's. I'm going to show you guys a day in the life in my life, how I live on a daily basis. So it's not always audio that you guys are hearing me through this podcast or maybe a YouTube channel coming out. Who knows? So we'll do Q&A's. We'll give out free goodies. It's going to be amazing. So come join our free Facebook group where dynamic employees have successfully and will successfully exit the rat race by shifting their mindset and shifting the way they earn their income before the slash group. Let's get to the show. And now your feature presentation. On today's show, we welcome Diego Corzo. Diego, how's it going? Hey, very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Definitely, definitely. Diego, I'm excited to get into your story. You're the founder of Free by 26. I'm so eager to figure out what that means. Where are you free from? But just kind of reading a little bit of your bio, it all started with you, same as it started with me, that little purple book. That little purple book is, is what changed your mindset. It's what changed your life forever. And I believe that immediately after you read that book, you graduated college and you, and you bought your first investment property. And I, I kind of want to dive into that, that, that whole college scene. Let's talk about that college scene and, and what you were doing at the time and, and how did that book get presented to you or what, what made you pick up that book? And what so by background, I am an immigrant from Lima, Peru. I moved to the United States when I was nine years old. And when I shared my story, I like to start off by like where, where I started, right? I am right now with what's going on in Congress and all of that stuff. I am one of the dreamers. So if you see the news right now in the beginning of 2018, there's a lot of communication between between 
finding a solution for the dreamers, which we are the kids that were brought to the United States by our parents. And we've basically lived here our entire lives, right? So when I graduated high school, I got into Florida State University. But, my, but I faced different obstacles that led me to where I am today. One of the obstacles being by not being a, by being undocumented, I couldn't drive until the age of 22. And I also couldn't work until the age of 22. And when I got into college, I got a lot of scholarships, but they were taken back because I, because I wasn't an American. And also I couldn't qualify for any student loans. So in order for me to be able to pay for college, I had to work. But when I started applying for jobs, I also found out that I wasn't authorized to work in the United States. So that was another obstacle. But what it gave me, it was that entrepreneurial mindset. Like I had to be resourceful. And I found out that I could actually open up my own LLC and work as a contractor. And I began doing web design for small businesses and nonprofits. And while I was in college studying information technology, one of my roommates, he threw me a book and he said, Diego, you have to read this book. And that book was Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And in that book, when I read it, I was 21 years old and it changed my mindset because I found out that there is two ways to make money, right? You can either trade your time for money and be an employee, or you can make your money work for you. And in learning how to do that, whether it's through investments or through a business, my, my mind began to think of different ways. And I knew that at some point, I was going to build wealth or build passive income streams, right? I still got a job as I graduated college, I got a job here in Austin where I live now. I moved from Florida to Austin in 2013 and I got a job as a software developer, but doing technology and IT work. But in the behind my but what I really wanted to do part-time is learn about real estate and learn about building passive income streams. And that's how I got involved in real estate. I love that. And Diego, so how old are you right now? I am 27 years old. Okay. So, so we're the same age. We're both 27 and you have your site called free by 26. You talk about the transition or you talk about the concept of, you know, working for money, you know, trading your time for dollars. And that's what you were doing as a, I believe as a, you said, as a software developer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what what you were doing as a software developer. That's what you were doing back in college when you were working and building websites and things of that nature. You were trading your time for dollars and Mm -hmm. read this book that told you that there's a way out there that you can actually have money start working for you. So, you know, whether or not whether or not you go to work, whether or not you're eating, sleeping, playing, whatever, you know, around the clock, you have these little dollars creating revenue for you and ultimately building you wealth. What did you do or what was, what was your first, what was your initial way to start doing that? What did you, what did you think that you were going to do and what did you actually do? Yeah. So when I moved to Austin, I realized that I had a great income, but when I looked at my expenses, I realized that a lot, like more than 30% of my income was going to my housing expenses. Mm. And I realized that that's something that I had to see what I can do to reduce that. 
And in brainstorming or thinking different ideas, I found out about house hacking. And really, house really, hacking... Yeah, yeah. No, really, what was the underlying reason behind that? Why did you want to reduce that? What was, was there something going on that you wanted to put that money towards? Was there, was there, you know, were you trying to pay off debt? What was, what was the underlying angst that, that, that started getting you thinking along that path? Because you had, yeah. read, you had read Rich Dad, Poor Dad back in 2011 and you moved to Austin in 2013. So there's a gap there. Exactly. There must have been, you know, something going on in your life that you were like, you know, you remembered that book or you remembered the concepts in that book. Mm-hmm. And to change something. So what, what was going on around that time? Yeah. So there was in 2011 too, I went to an event and I met a mentor and that mentor, he mentioned, his name is Adam Carroll. And he said, Diego, you need to build a bigger life, not a bigger lifestyle. And when he said that, it changed my mindset too, in knowing how that I didn't re- like building a lifestyle in my early 20s was just going to get me into the rat race. And I found out that I, that I needed, in order for me to get out of the rat race, I needed to do things in a different way and make different sacrifices. I feel like if I was going to do a couple of sacrifices for like three, four years, my whole life will change in the future, right? So I did the different choices to build a, to build a bigger life. Change how? Why did you want to get out of the rat race? What was wrong with the rat race for you? For me, it was the belief that I didn't want to be fully committed, fully dependable on my paycheck to live the life that I had. I wanted to get some freedom, right? And I wanted to to be able to not be attached to a desk and then retire when I'm 65. Mm. So you were, you were looking for freedom. You were looking for time autonomy and, and you decided that investing was the best route to go. So what was the next step? What did you decide to do? Yeah. So I decided to buy a home in Austin and live with three roommates. So I bought a four bedroom home close to my work while I was still an employee. And I, I put 5% down which one of the things that a lot of millennials, they still think that you need that in order for you to buy a home, you need like 20% or 25%. And that can be a lot of cash. But when you're living in the property, you only need 5% or even 3%. So for me, I turned, I, I bought a home with just $7,000 and I was able to live with roommates, right? And here was a cool part was that my mortgage payment once I bought my house was thirteen fifty, but I was renting each room for five fifty. So at the end of the day, I was making the the gross income while I live in the master was around sixteen fifty a month, right? And my mortgage was thirteen fifty, so I had three hundred dollars a month extra while I was living for free. And that $300 also went towards my car payment. So when I bought my house at the age of 24, I didn't, I had reduced all my housing expenses to zero and my car payment was getting paid by other people. And that for me was a life-changing moment. I love that, Diego. And again, when, when you talk about your story, I feel like we have very similar paths in what we did. And you talk about the fact that you're able to leverage other people, not only to pay off a debt that you owe, <laughs> so mm-hmm. not only to pay off a debt that you owe, they're, as they're paying off that debt, they're also paying you excess cash, meaning that, they're, that, meaning that you have cash flow from this property. So you're making $300 a month to pay, mm-hmm. 
You're making $300 a month for people to pay off a debt that you owe, for you to live for free, and for them to pay off your car note. Exactly. Exactly. And the best part, oh yeah, continue. No, I'm just, no, go ahead. I'm just saying that's amazing. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And the best part is that when I began to see other people that were, that were my, my same age, right. Or working also in corporate America, they were paying $1,200, $1,300 for a one bedroom apartment. Right. And when you compare the difference after a year, I've been living for free, so that means that in my bank, in my bank account, I have about fifteen thousand more dollars in one year than my other than my other friend has, right? But that gave me the leverage to, if I wanted to travel and take that trip, or to go to personal development events, or to be able to buy other stuff, or even invest in another property, uh, it gave me the leverage to do that and the opportunities, right? It just opened. It just opened more opportunities because at the end of the day, with financial freedom, right, you want to be able to, to be able to choose what you want and, and be able to lead a lifestyle that, that you're excited about. And for me, being able to buy that one house and save that amount of money gave me the leverage to continue building my real estate portfolio. I love that. And, you know, I had a recent episode. If you visit beforethemillions.com slash episode 31, it talks about, I talk about the six reasons why people should get into their first investment property in 2018. And the thing that I, I wish I would have listed as a reason was not the opportunity cost, but what I like to call the opportunity dollars that you save. You know, we talk about, we talk about all the benefits of investing in real estate. We talk about, you know, cash flow appreciation. You talk about living for free. You talk about, you talked about you know the fact that you're able to pay pay your, your your car note. We talk about all these benefits. We talk about tax incentives, tax breaks. You talk about you talk about so many different things. You talk about the fact that you're able to be location independent. But you know the fact that you're no longer paying rent and you're living for free, and you have other people paying your rent. You have other people paying down that mortgage for you. You know you're able to save, like you said, the dollars that you would have otherwise used to either pay down your mortgage or pay rent if you were renting. So that's a whole other aspect that, you know, I failed to mention on that, on that episode is that, you know, you have, you, you have, you have excess amount of money that now you no longer have to pay your car note, to pay your rent, you know, you're able to use that and start snowballing your investment to where, you know, the next time maybe you can buy two properties, then three, then three properties, then, you know, maybe you can double it to six properties and so on and so forth. You know, you start creating that snowball. And I think that's very, very important. So I'm glad that you touched on that. You were still a software developer when you first bought your property. When you talk about tax breaks and tax incentives and things of that nature, were you able to take a loss on your, on, your, on your first property on paper? So on paper, because at the end of the year, I deducted my, I believe it was my interest and some taxes and all that stuff. I was able to deduct a total of $7,000 my first year, which was awesome. So my taxable income thing went down by seven grand. And that also, that's also another thing, right? That that's one of the best things is that not only are you making money and there's, there can be some depreciation on the property and there's property, your, your equity is going up. And here in Austin, properties have gone, go up every single month. So, but it just gave me a great opportunity at that point to be able to capitalize on all the different opportunities to help me build my wealth. I love that. So, so that that seven grand that that you were able to that you were able to have show up as a loss. Were you able to offset that against your W two income? 
Yes, I was. Okay. So, so there, there we have an, another benefit. So let's just say, you know, we're, we're not going to throw your income out there at, at the time if you don't want to, but let's just say you were making, you know, 150,000, you know, mm-hmm. your taxable income at your software company at the software company that you work at is 150,000. But because you're now a business owner, you now have real estate, you're, you're considered a business owner. You're able to take losses on real estate, even though you made money throughout the year, you know, in actuality, you made money on your rental property because you saved the money that you would otherwise pay for your mortgage because your tenants were paying. They actually paid you excess in cash flow. So even though you made money on paper, the way accounting works, the way depreciation works, you took a loss of $7,000. So you're able to offset your 150K that year. And that, that taxable income is now 143K. When the tax man comes and knocks on your door and they, and they want their tax money, they're going to treat you as if you made 143K that year, even though you probably made more that year than you've made all the previous years before because you now have a real estate investment property. I think that's amazing. Exactly. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And that's something that I like to teach other people too, to let them know, to be like, hey, like I can do this. You can do it too. That's amazing. So Diego, let's further down your story. Let's, let's, let's go mm-hmm. down your path. But this is where it really gets good. So what was next? You know, you realized the power of real estate. You bought your first investment property. What turned on your, in your mind next? And what did you begin to start doing in your real estate investing? Yeah. So I realized that, that in Austin, there were a lot of people that were okay with renting a room. So what I, what I did is I decided, so because apartments were like $1,100 or $1,200, I was renting the rooms for 600 So I was able to offer them 50% off, right? In, in that sense. And I partnered up with a buddy of mine and we began to buy four bedroom homes in Austin. Now this was putting 20% down because it was really an investment property, but we were able to rent them out by the rooms. So we were bringing in after expenses and everything, probably around a thousand dollars per home. Mm-hmm. And, and from there it began to capitalize and be able to multiply that into other properties. And now I own two single family homes in Austin and I own, I own six more properties in Florida. And that was a whole story be with three by 26. I wanted to have a passive income that covered my monthly expenses by the age before turning 27, basically. And I set that as a goal for me and the website was, as a, was, a, was a way to keep me accountable and to also share my journey. Wow, that's amazing. And, you know, it, it, it's almost similar to what I initially wanted to have uh, the, Before the, the Before the Millions podcast based on because almost on my 26th birthday, so I got started a little bit later than you, almost on my 26th birthday, like the month before my 26th birthday, I read, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And a day after my 26th birthday, I closed on my first property. So I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad in, in April. My birthday is late May. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad in April, had no experience, no knowledge of anything, and closed on my first property 30 days later. That's how, that's how much that, that book had an impact on me. And I was just like, oh, this is, this is amazing. This is crazy. And you know, I started the podcast on, on the notion that I wanted to I had a two-year plan to escape the rat race. I had a two-year plan to have my passive income exceed my active income so that I no longer needed to rely on my active income. So I knew that by 28, I wanted to escape the rat race. I'm not 28 yet, and I've been able to achieve that. And the premise was that I would talk about my story and I would have guests on the podcast talk about their story before the millions, before they ever got to success, you know, talk about 
you know, it, it's easy to it's easy to reflect on, you know, how you made it, or it's easy to talk to somebody once they've achieved a lot of success and that nature. But I think it really hits home for people when you're able to talk about your story while you're in, you know, while you're in the motions, while you're, you know, closing on these deals, while you're building up your portfolio, because people get to see it in action. And, you know, having this podcast, although that's not the exact premise of this podcast, I'm still able to share my story. I'm still able to keep the listeners updated on my progress. So that's what you've done with Free by 26. So you, you've created the site to kind of depict or show your journey up until 26. So what is the, what is the site currently doing or what, it, what, it, what are you using it for now that you, you've already achieved your goal? Yeah. So one of the main things that I've done is I've, while I was sharing my story on that website and on Facebook, I got a lot of questions from people like, hey, how are you doing what you're doing? How are you investing? I, I want to do it too. So what I've created now, it's something called House Hacking Club. So if you go to househackingclub.com, I basically have an ebook that walks you through the house hacking process. And it's a way for me to teach others, especially the millennials that do want to, that want to start building some passive income while they still have their full-time job. And I give them all of the steps from setting up their team of finding their realtor and their lender to the home buying process. And then through different steps to find the perfect roommate or the perfect tenant if they buy a duplex or a triplex, right? To be able to make passive income as quickly as possible. And similar to what you were saying and sharing your story, I've been able to share my story as well in showing how the power of creating passive income can help you quit the rat race, right? And now in 2015, I was able to leave my corporate job and now I'm a realtor full-time. So now I have a real estate team and I'm helping. A lot of millennials are, are actually, they contact me here, here in Austin and ask me to help them buying their homes. It's really cool to see that transition, right? And one of the things that I like to share is that everything was a calculated risk, right? If people want to quit their jobs from day one and go fully into some entrepreneurial into their, their new entrepreneurial business or journey, I took it in a way that I wanted to be able to have a more calculated risk where, my, where I had some passive income and I was living for free. So going from making $5,000 a month in doing IT to for a little while not making as much, I was completely fine because my, all my expenses were getting paid by other people. I love that. I love that. So before we talk about, I, I want to get into your story about why and how you decided to become a realtor. But before that, and you bought your first property and then you bought your second property, which I believe was in Austin as well, correct? Yeah, in Austin. Okay. So after you bought your second property, is that when you decided to partner? I want to talk about that whole, you know, you have six properties in Florida. I want to talk about that because that's it's just, it's far-fetched for somebody who's an Austin investor, all of a sudden has six properties in Florida. So what, mm-hmm. how did that work out? Does your partner live in Florida and how does the management of those properties work today? Yeah. So in being a dreamer, being like, I didn't have, since I'm not American in the beginning, it was very hard for me to be able to qualify for homes just for me. So I had to be resourceful as I was saying, right? I had to find a way to get me to my goals. Cause back then when I was in my early twenties, I had set a goal that I wanted to own 10 properties before the age of 35. 
And I began, okay, what are different ways? And one of them was through partnering up with people. And it happened that my brother, he became a wholesaler in Jacksonville, Florida. So he began to sell properties to investors and he was able to link me up to a property management company. And that's how I bought my properties over there in Florida. And my dad and a couple of other friends became my business partners in that way. How were you able to, to scale as fast as you did capital-wise? Capital-wise, I, so I, used, I sold a couple of properties here in Austin that had gone up in equity. And I was able to partner up with people and we would be buying homes cash in a way, or getting loans because we only needed 20% down or 25% down. And homes in Florida were a lot cheaper. So I was buying homes that were like 40 grand, 50 grand. We bought a quadplex for a hundred grand. So it gave us more, it gave us more opportunity to buy homes. Okay. Okay. That, make, that makes a lot of sense. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the transition into you becoming a realtor. Why did you decide to become a realtor? And was this prior to you leaving your nine to five job or was this a few months after? Yeah. So this is one of my favorite parts in my story. So while I was a software developer and I wanted to become a realtor, the, I met an agent that was going to be able to help me buy my first home, but it fell through because, I, because it was hard to do it as soon as I got my documents to work and drive. But, I, but he became my mentor. And he told me to read the book, The One Thing. And yeah, and I heard a podcast about that book. Uh, When I heard that podcast, I heard another interview, which was from a guy named Pat Hyben. And I tweeted at Pat Hyben a few times. And he told me that he has a mastermind a mastermind group called Go Abundance. They're a mastermind group for millionaires and high achieving entrepreneurs. And at that point, or even now, I'm not a millionaire yet, but I went to one of their events and they took me under their wing. And now I have, I got the opportunity to meet over a hundred, over a hundred highly successful entrepreneurs. And most of them are in real estate. So then they became my mentors and the group is called Coabundance. And one of the creators of Coabundance, his name is David Osborne. He taught me that, he told me while I was still at my job, he said, Diego, you should either work for equity or for knowledge. And that also changed the mindset about what I was working on because I, when I was working as a software developer, I was working more for the money at that point, I wasn't working. There was no equity that the company was giving me. And even though I was learning, I wanted to learn more in real estate. So what I did after he taught me that, I spoke with the mentor who got me into becoming a realtor and we started a business together. And that's, how, and that's why I quit corporate America. Is, it was to start this real estate team. But I went in there with a little bit of equity in the deals that we were making. And I also partner up with somebody that has 12 or 15 years of experience in real estate. So I'm getting all of this knowledge. And that, that was my transition from being in corporate America to now doing what I'm doing as a realtor. I love that. I love that. So, so just to kind of touch on your area of expertise today, what would you say is your, your number one area of expertise? What do you like to focus on? 
Yeah, so I like to help millennials to buy homes. I feel like that has been one of my areas of expertise, especially if they want to do the house hacking because I can walk into a home or I can see a floor plan and I can let them know if, if it's going to work for roommates, if it's going to work for them, if the numbers are going to make sense. And so I'm able to use my, my knowledge to be able to help them make a good investment. I love that. I love that. So what about your area of expertise? Would you like to share with our listeners something that you think our listeners don't know, but probably should know about maybe buying their first investment property or house hacking? Yeah. So one of the main things that actually makes it easier to do and easier to manage to, and to not get overwhelmed, right? Because a lot of people think, oh my gosh, I see all these people making millions of dollars or thousands and thousands of dollars. I will never get to that point. It's going to take me 20 years, right? But while I was in GoBundance, they taught me a formula of becoming a hundred percenter, a hundred percenter. What that means is that a hundred percent of your monthly expenses are covered by passive income right? So if we take somebody and, and we ask them, hey, how much do you, do you spend in a month? And they say, well, I spend $5,000 a month, right? So then we divide, what we do is we get the amount of passive income divide, that, that they make every month divided by the amount of expenses that they have every month. So if somebody has $500 coming in a month and their monthly expenses are 5000 then you take 500 divided by 5,000, you are a 10 percenter, right? Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. So it makes it easier for somebody to be able to know, okay, I do not need to make $10,000, $20,000. All I need to focus on for the first couple of years is just becoming a 100 percenter. That's all you need to do. So, and that's what helped me know. I was like, okay, my monthly expenses here in Austin, they're around 3,500. So I really need to focus and get into that 3,500 or 5,000 mark so that I know that I can achieve financial freedom. It made it easier to get to my goals. It made it easier to know exactly what I needed to get where I wanted to be. What would you say is your worst entrepreneurial moment today? My worst entrepreneurial moment today was when I didn't. So there was a point where I was managing four homes, living with roommates. And one of them was where I didn't, I didn't follow the rules or the guidelines that I set for myself when, I, when a roommate moves into a house. I was like, I really need to rent this room out. So whoever came, came. And it ended up costing me in the future. So I feel like if I had just followed my gut feeling and be able to follow the guidelines, I wouldn't have been pushed into that situation where I had to kick a roommate out. So what, what advice can you give our listeners if our listeners find themselves in a similar situation? Yeah, so I would say just be, be strict with the guidelines that, that you make, right? So an, an example can be, okay, if I buy a home and I'm only looking for homes that make me 10% cash on cash, and your goal was to buy, let's say, two homes in one year, and then you find one that is making you seven and you're like, crap, whatever, it doesn't matter. I just want to get this house. Mm-hmm. And, but you don't follow your guideline. That might, that might get you to make a mistake in the future or, or not make you as much money as, as you wanted. And if something happens, it might become a loss. 
right? So you just want to make sure that you follow those guidelines and you stay strong on that path. Lifestyle design acceleration hacks. What is your favorite Before the Millions book? My favorite Before the Millions book is definitely Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Love it. Love it. And you don't need to go into detail on that because we talk (laughs) about that on every single episode. What is your favorite lifestyle design app? This can be a business app or tool. Yeah, for me has been FreshBooks. I feel like that application allows me to track my expenses very well. And it just gets me the ability to take a picture of the receipt and say what category what category it belongs to and then i can throw away all the paperwork oh i love that that's the first time fresh books has been mentioned how much is fresh books so it's supposed to be an application for people to that charge as a contractor to other companies but they have an accounting section area and i just use that accounting section so it's free it's freaking okay. awesome okay that's amazing great recommendation what do you enjoy most about the way your lifestyle is currently designed The thing that I enjoy the most is the communication that I have with people that are in my tribe and that I have access to highly successful entrepreneurs that I can learn from them and learn from their mistakes so that I don't have to do them. Love it. That's amazing. What were the sacrifices that you knew you had to make before the millions to get to where you are today? Yeah, so there's a quote by, I believe, is Dave Ramsey. He says, if you live for two years like no one else, you live for the rest of your life like no one else. And that got me into thinking that house hacking was that sacrifice that I had to start off in the beginning because I feel like it sets a foundation so that you can, so that you have more opportunities in the future. So just by doing that in the beginning, that sacrifice of maybe living with roommates or not living in the house of your dreams or not living in downtown Austin to be able to have that awesome life and live in a high in a high rise, I feel like that sacrifice can set you apart in the years to come. I love that. I love that. And house hacking is not for everybody, but Mm -hmm. if you are in a position in which you can house hack, I definitely recommend it because it will definitely snowball your investing. So great advice. Who was essential to your growth before the millions and why? For me, it was my mastermind group called GoBundance. They were the entrepreneurs, they're my mentors, and they were the ones that challenged me to think in a different way. And that also has, they, they have taught me everything that I know about, about the real estate part and also what I want to do in the future. Love that. Mm-hmm. And, and one more thing is that they taught me, I'm not a millionaire yet, but they've taught me how to live a life that I'm a whole life billionaire, right? Because what happens is a lot of people will lose part of their, either their health they give up their health or sometimes they give up their relationships and just focus on business and are working like grinding 16 hour days and stuff like that. But that doesn't, you, you will get to a point where you burn out. And the whole idea of being in abundance is to live a life worth living as a millionaire in all areas of your life. I love that. Love that so much. You know, you need to be well-rounded and you know, when you focus on your health, when you focus on your family, your business 
will see positive results from that. You know, we think that if we work 60 hours a week or 70 hours a week and we suffer in all, all the other areas, that that's what the grind is about. I mean, yeah, there will be weeks in which you'll be able, you'll have to do that just because the demand is there. But, you know, you need to live a well-rounded life. And the more you work out, the more you care about your health, the more you, you know, you spend time with family. The, the You know, it, it's crazy. It's just like this this cosmic effect that, you know, you're, you'll naturally, you'll naturally be more refreshed. You'll be, you'll be a better person for it. You'll feel better. You'll look better. You'll think better thoughts. And it, it just kind of spreads across every area of your life. So I think that's amazing. Last but not least, why do you think so many of us are stuck before the millions, even though we have every intention on getting to the millions? Why do we think sometimes we're stuck? Number one, I feel like sometimes people think that it's going to be a sprint, right? They think that it's going to be super fast and one day to the next, I'm going to become a millionaire. And I've learned that it doesn't work that way unless you invested in Bitcoin five years ago and now you're a millionaire, right? But in reality, it is more of a marathon. And you need to be focused in what your life will look in 10 years rather than in the next year or two. Because what happens is as the actions that you're taking today, like you're, you're becoming a better person, right? And you're becoming that person that later gets to, gets to receive the rewards of getting those millions of dollars. So you have to work on yourself every day and time will come when you begin to connect the dots and you're like, holy crap, I had to go through that journey to get to where I am today by being the person I am today. Well said. And you know, it's funny, the, the name of the show is Before the Millions. And and I'm not going to say by no means, by but by majority of means, we're not talking about a monetary value when we talk about Before the Millions. We're talking about, you know, your story from rags to riches. We're talking about how to be successful. We're talking about, you know, possibly people like you and me who know how to live a, a lifestyle rich life way before the millions you know a lifestyle before the millions a great lifestyle before the millions is definitely possible and it's definitely achievable you know everyday people are doing it and i love that you're an example of that so diego thank you so much for for your inspiration and for your story you know if if people want to get a hold of you if the listeners want to connect with you and learn more about you where can they find you yeah so they can find me uh well hey can send me an email to info at diegocorzo.com And if they want to learn about house hacking, they can definitely check out househackingclub.com. And they can find me on Facebook too. I'm, I'm there. So amazing. And all of those details, all of those websites will be in our show notes. Our show notes are amazing. So definitely check those out. Diego, again, this has been fantastic. And I know our listeners have gotten a lot of value from this conversation I have. So thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye.